Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride interview series. I am Stephen Serta. We've got a week 16 Christmas Day matchup on tap between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. So very happy to be joined by the managing editor of SilverAndBlackPride.com, Bill Williamson. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill, Bill Williamson NFL. Bill, um, Happy to chat with you about this Raiders team. Uh, I don't think we got a chance to chat ahead of their last matchup. And now they are coming off of some extra rests and a massive 63 point blow up against the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, completely wild, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Happy holidays. Um, Yeah, I don't know what to make of this team right now. And it's week 16, you know, Um, because I mean, they came off the week 14 game, which, you know, I saw live. Um, against the Vikings in this game we thought was going to go just going to end 0-0. You know, the Raiders lost 3-0, first Raider game ever to go into the fourth quarter scoreless. They were completely anemic on offense, and then this happens against the Chargers. So if you're going to ask me, and you probably will, what did you expect this week? I don't know. You know, I, I, I do not know. It's and I, I think if you look at the NFL this entire season, you know, all 32 teams, nothing like this has happened. Uh, you know, I mean, absolutely nothing like this has happened. Get shut out and then you score 60 points. I think it's the second time in NFL history. And the first time it happened was like in the 40s. So it, it's pretty wild. I think it was the the Patriots maybe got shut out a couple of weeks ago. And then they followed that up with a Thursday game where they scored 21 points. Right. The Raiders um, scored 21 points in the first quarter. Yeah, and, and, and this uh, is a Raider team that you know that that shutout that was more what the Raiders have been this year. I mean, this is a team that had scored more than twenty-one points, I think, once offensively this year. Um, you know, they scored forty-six points their last four games combined, and then you know they blow up for sixty-three points. Two of those scores were defensive touchdowns, but still, the offense scored forty-nine points. Yeah, so. I want to get into that a little bit, and I, I want to try to understand this Raiders team. At least uh, I think you'll at least be able to explain them a little bit better than I can from the outside looking in. Um, but you know, heading heading into this game, the Raiders sitting at six and eight, they're not totally eliminated from the AFC playoffs, but obviously it, it's a big long shot. Um, you know, and at this point in the season with kind of all the turmoil that they've faced this year and, you know, in years past, like it's been a rough few right. years for the Las sure. Vegas Raiders. Um, you know, at this point, whether they win or lose on Monday, um, would you feel comfortable saying that like Antonio Pierce at this point stepping in for Josh McDaniels after he's fired midseason, like 
do you feel like Antonio Pierce has done enough that the Raiders should stick with him as their head coach moving forward? Or would you like to see them test the market again and see what's out there? Well, again, it's an interesting question. It's a question in timing because if you had asked me that at 4.30 last Thursday, the question is, well, and, and that was certainly the narrative you know, mall media, is they're probably going to look elsewhere because you're coming off a, a, a shutout loss at home Coming off your bye, that's not a great look. They were two and three. They had lost three straight in a row. They blew the big game against the Chiefs. But then you put a historic scoring, you know, 63 points team record, and then that changes things. So I think the jury is still out. I think this game Monday is gigantic. If he can pull off the win, he probably – He's, he's probably the guy, no matter what happens in the last two games. And he talked about the playoffs just real quick. I saw it reported where the Raiders, if they win out, they have uh, a 32% chance of making the playoffs. So that's not great, and you have to win out. And if there's a, an easy formula, if Cincinnati and Buffalo win on Saturday and the Raiders lose on Monday, they're eliminated. That's not the only elimination scenario for this week, but that's the most straightforward. So – there's, you know, the pressure is on if they want to, you know, get this thing into the postseason. And, I, and they do want to go to the postseason because they went to the postseason with Chris Pisaccia. So they know that they can do this, you know. Um, but the players are really behind Antonio Pierce. I think we saw that against the Chargers. That was the big difference is that, you know, the Chargers and the Raiders are both coming off losses, both disappointed season. The Chargers had no – it was their first game without Justin Herbert. And there was no Keenan Allen, and they were just flat. And that that was on the coaching staff, and that's why Staley got fired. Antonio Pierce, on the other hand, had his team fired up on a short week, and they wanted to be there, and they want to be there for him. And I think that's what we're going to see on Monday. So, um, you know, this is not going to be a, a real easy matchup, I think, for the Chiefs because the Raiders are going to come in very focused. It's not going to be like, oh, God, we're in Kansas City on Christmas we're away from our families. This sucks. It's let's get this guy's job. We think we're good. We're so excited what we did last week. And and they're going to be on 11 days rest. I mean, it, Monday, Thursday to Monday, that's a huge – that's, you know, almost two weeks. Yeah. So um, – and this is a team that's just a, a, a game removed from its bye. So it's going to be very well rested. So, um, yeah, but to answer your original question, I think let's see what happens um, – on Monday, and if they lose, I still let's continue to see. If they win, you're like, okay, he's got to be the guy, right? You, you go to Kansas yeah. City, you have one win there in the last 10 years. You're 1-10 in 10 against Mahomes. They win, he should probably get it. So, yeah, let's, let's see what happens on Monday. Well, and it, it's certainly a matchup that, like, Chiefs fans shouldn't just overlook this thing. Like uh, the Raiders have at times given them plenty of problems in the just last, few, last month. They were winning 14 yeah. zero. Yeah. yeah. Even in, uh, e even though the chiefs have won a lot of those matchups, like the Raiders haven't been the easiest out for the Kansas city chiefs at times. Yeah. There's been some blowouts. I mean, last year in, in Arrowhead that week five game, you know, the Raiders, they didn't, weren't they winning 17 zero? Yeah. That sounds right. You know, yeah. So. And, and yeah, that it's, and that's a game where they could have easily been up uh, 21 to nothing if it wasn't for uh, yeah. just deciding to settle for a field goal uh, early in that game. So it, it, it's not it, it's not a matchup. The Chiefs fans should just be like, well, the Chiefs just coming off of a win. They're still playing for the AFC by like 
the Raiders are still very much alive in this. And the only thing they can do moving forward is win football games to try to salvage right. the season and make it to the playoffs. But just kind of looking back on, on that and, and looking ahead here, you know, let, let's say even if the Chiefs don't pull off uh, oh, or even if the Raiders don't pull off a win against the Chiefs on Monday, but say it's another really tough competitive game and then they are managed to end the season on a couple of highs and, and they say, okay, that's enough. That's going to lock up Antonio Pierce as our head coach moving forward. Are you at a point now where you at least feel better about the Raiders moving forward? If that's the situation that does in fact unfold. You know, that's it, a tough question. It's always, you know, feeling better about the Raiders. That's always the story of every off season. So it, it's certainly, and then these seasons come and then you're, they're, it's week 16 and they're six and eight. So at some point you got to put it all together. I think the real key is finding a quarterback. Maybe it's O'Connell, maybe it's somebody else. Um, but, you know, coach and quarterback are certainly the question. But, I mean, you know, Mark Davis, he may say if they do look good against the Chiefs but lose, and it depends on what happened in the last two games. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe he says, hey, I think this roster is close, but I think I can get this guy. He might push us, you know, past the, the finish. I, I think the fans want Pierce. The players say they want Pierce. The players wanted Bisaccia. That didn't – so that didn't hold a, a lot of weight. I think that will – I think Mark Davis will, if he's if it's real close, I think passing on Basaccia will benefit Pierce this time. So if they had asked me right now, do I think Pierce is probably going to get it? Yes, probably. He's feisty. He's got the guys ready. But there's a big difference between being the interim coach and the head guy. You know, there's a big difference. You know, you're going to be – his next duty will be coming in, getting them ready in April and, and, and starting an off-season program. I'm not saying he's incapable of all of it, but I'll say this. He's the perfect interim coach because he's rah-rah. He's a former player. He's taking care of the guys. So that was a good choice for the interim coach. Let's see if he gets the full-time, if, if he can be. I mean, certainly – you know, you saw a guy on Thursday night when they were winning 4-2 at zero at halftime, and his message was, let's keep our, you know, yeah. our foot on the gas pedal. People love that stuff. Fans love that stuff. So it might be fun. Let's see what happens. You know, I wrote a thing to say, hey, this might be another um, Dan Campbell situation in, in Detroit, where maybe that's the blueprint, is a former player who's really, you know, intense guy, maybe, and it's working in, in Detroit, so maybe it works in Las Vegas. And you mentioned Aiden O'Connell, and uh, I know like he's had his moments. And even in that first matchup against the Chiefs, like he was really giving them some problems early in that game. Like it, yeah. it seems like he, for a fourth round rookie quarterback who all of a sudden gets thrust into you're our guy the rest of the way, and we're just going to see what we have in you. Like I, I think at times he's been really impressive, and at times he's looked like a fourth round rookie quarterback. Yeah. But obviously, he's coming off the best game of his young career. Like, just what have you seen from him? How do you feel about him moving forward, his growth development? And, you know, if if they decide this is the guy we're going to give a shot to because he he won us some games and potentially got us into the playoffs at the end of last season, like, like how do you feel about Aiden O'Connell as your potential starter moving forward? Well, short answer, it's kind of like Pierce, let's see the final three games. Um, there's a lot of really bad quarterback play in the NFL right now. There's so many injuries, so many low-level quarterbacks. And, and he's not one of them, but he was one of them in week 14 against the 
the Vikings. And I think a really a story that hasn't got enough play is that last Wednesday, the day before the Charger game, Pierce would not commit to O'Connell. You know, he was still leaving Garoppolo open as a possibility. So I think the kid deserves a lot of credit for that, for 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 not wilting. And, 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 you know, he didn't make any mistakes against the Chargers. And he was aggressive at times. And he just did what they asked him to do. So let's see him do it again. Again, like you said, sometimes he looks pretty good. Sometimes he looks like a fourth-round pick. That's what he is. He's a fourth-round pick. Is he probably best suited to be a backup? Or will he be, uh, you know, or a low-level starter? Probably. But let's, you know, let's see what happens. I think especially if if Pierce stays in Champ Kelly, the interim uh, general manager stays, um, there, you're going to hear two names in the offseason at quarterback. You're going to hear – and we've already had. You're going to hear Justin Fields because, you know, the Bears make him available in trade. Champ Kelly was part of the group that drafted him in Chicago. So maybe say, hey, we get a young guy. I, I think I think Fields is younger than O'Connell. If not, they're like months apart. Um, you know, we get a guy we think we can establish. GM has a relationship with him. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but we're going to hear that. And then you're going to hear Jaden Daniels, the LSU uh, quarterback, who was with Pierce at LSU, uh, excuse me, at Arizona State. And he actually, Pierce is one of the players, who, one of the people who uh, Daniels thanked at the podium in New York city when you got the Heisman. So you're going to hear those rumors. So, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it might be O'Connell might just be a strong backup, but I think we're in for a second straight off season of what are the Raiders are going to do at quarterback. It's and offensively coming into this game. Like we've already highlighted some of the highs and lows of this Raiders offense so far this season. Um, I, I do think that, that first Raiders matchup was kind of a, a blueprint to how some other teams have been attacking this chief's defense with, uh, you know, on the, on that, f- that first quarter where the chiefs just couldn't get off the field on defense, couldn't stop the Raiders yeah. offense where it was quick, pat quick passes, uh, get up to the line of scrimmage, quick runs, like just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Don't let the chiefs change out their personnel and, and make all these substitutions like Spags likes to do. And I think we've seen a lot of other teams take that approach against this Chiefs defense. And we've seen them really have these slow starts recently where it's really deep into the game before they're making adjustments and and kind of playing on their heels for most of the first half. So I think that could be an advantage for the Raiders in this one, too. And, you know, just looking at their skill players, I know Josh Jacobs is going to be a guy who might be a free agent this offseason. He was unavailable last week, but it seems like he's going to be up in this one. You know, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, uh, rookie tight end Michael Mayer. Like, I, I think there's there's a, a nice group of like solid skill position players here for Aiden O'Connell moving forward or for uh, another young quarterback that I don't think Chiefs fans should overlook this Raiders team, just depending on the way the rest of the season plays out and how their offseason goes. No, I, I don't think so. And I don't think the Chiefs themselves will, you know, um, who did the Chiefs lose to in uh, – what happened in week 11 before they played the Raiders? Didn't they lose a game? Um, yes, they lost to the Eagles 21-17. to Yeah, and it was kind of – it could have gone any other way. I thought that that hurt the Raiders' chances because they their Chiefs were going to be pissed off, you know. Yeah. And I think that this – now that you're going to go into a game on Christmas, festive at, uh, atmosphere – National TV, 
I already saw uh, Patrick Mahomes tell, you know, telling Pro Football Talk about, you know, the, how excited they are to be on everybody's TV after Christmas morning. Um, they have a chance to win the division. They, they, they may have a chance to knock the Raiders out of the playoffs. Um, I, I think there's going to be – I don't think there's going to be a flatness to this to the Chiefs start. Maybe there will be, but I don't think there will be. And I guarantee you the Raiders – like I said a few minutes ago, the Raiders are not going to be flat. They're not going to be like we're missing our families. They're, they're going to be trying to get this guy a job. And, and they believe themselves, you know, after 63 points. So I, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting game. And a thing to note, the Raiders' defense has had eight uh, three and outs to start the game this year. And that uh, that leads the NFL. You might say, okay, whatever, three and out. But, hey, it's that's a, a tone setter. You know, so I think that's really important. If the, if the if the Raiders can get Mahomes off the field early to start the game, that gives them a lot of you know momentum and belief. If the Chiefs can kind of buck that trend and score, that can get them going. So I think early in the game, I know you talked about the Chiefs' defense, but the, when the Chiefs are on offense, I think that's the key too. Early in the game, and. I kind of feel like this is something that's flown under the radar a little bit since Antonio Pierce took over and, you know, and they have some staff changes and, and all of that stuff, but the Raiders defense has been playing really tough and, and they've had a lot of really impressive performances here down the stretch. And obviously Chiefs fans are well fam familiar with Max Crosby, but just since they've had that coaching change and maybe it is just the, uh, you know, how much energy they're bringing to the table for Antonio Pierce compared to Josh McDaniels. But what what do you think has been the biggest thing that has helped the Raiders defense really be competitive and, and really have some impressive performances over the back half of the season? Well, they're getting they're getting turnovers. Um, they, I think it was three games without any takeaways to start the game season. Now they have 19, uh, which is their most since 2016. Um, they had five against the Chargers um, that they're rushing the passer better. Crosby's getting help. Malcolm Kuntz, a uh, third-round pick from 2021, has had like five five pressures a, a game in the last four weeks. Uh, he's coming on. Uh, the secondary's playing pretty good. I want to say there's respectfully to the defense because I don't want to just fluff it off, but they've been playing a parade of crappy offenses. Yeah. And, and, and just horrendous quarterbacks. So that's helped. I mean, you, you can't deny that that has helped. Um, so, but again, they are, they're taking advantage of it and they're playing pretty good and they've had some moments against some good, um, good offenses. It's funny, you know, the best offenses that they've played this year, Detroit, Miami, the chiefs, they've been sloppy at times against the Raiders. And you can say, Oh, maybe the Raiders are forcing it, but you know, you don't, it's a lot of drops, a lot of really bad interceptions by Goff and Tua. Um, like the Chargers, I mean, excuse me, the Dolphins had like a ridiculous amount of yards, but they only scored like 20 points. So there's been a lot of weirdness. But again, you give the Raiders defense credit. It's the best it's been in a while. And, and we'll see. And they're playing a team that has a lot of play. As you, I'm not giving you any news, breaking news. They have a lot of players on the Chiefs offense that like helping out the opponent lately. So if they if if Tony's going to be his ridiculous self, the Raiders are going to be there and they're in pounce on. 
Yeah, it's been the biggest Achilles heel of this Kansas City Chiefs team this season. They've got two games on the entire season where they have not turned the football over a single time. Although one of the last game, silly, there's silly mistakes, yeah. right? And the last game they didn't have a turnover was actually their first matchup against the Raiders. Yeah. Um, and then I think the other one was week five against the Vikings. The, yeah. There's only two games they've had all year where they haven't turned the football over on offense. So. Uh, that's definitely something to pay attention to. And, and again, like you, you mentioned it, Bill, this Raiders team is coming in hot, well-rested, and with a lot of things to play for this late in the season. So I expect this is going to be uh, a tougher matchup than Chiefs fans maybe think uh, on Christmas Day. So I, I think we're in for a good one. Uh, you can yeah. follow all of Bill's fantastic work at silverandblackpride.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill Williamson NFL. Uh, Bill, thank you so much again for joining us here on the Arrowhead Podcast Network. Uh, I hope we're in for a good game on Christmas Day. I think we should. Happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for having me. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premiere. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premiere is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas. The city. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.